John chapter 14, and we'll begin with verse 4. Would you please stand for the reading, Lord of the Lord. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and yeah. the life. Yeah. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, I have been so long with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip. He that, ha he that has seen me has seen the Father, and now sayest thou then, show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, and the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father which dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I shall that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to take my text from mainly from uh, verse 6 and verse 12 this morning. Uh, as we see here, uh, of course, at the beginning, uh, Jesus has said, Don't let not your heart be troubled. He said, I've gone to prepare you a place, and that I will come and get you. Amen. So, uh, Thomas. Jesus says, uh, you're going to come where I am. And Thomas asked, well, we don't know how to get there. I think sometimes us Christians are wondering, how are we going to get there? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. With the things that happen in our lives and the things that go on, we just wonder, how are we going to get there? And Jesus says to them first, I am. I am. It's not by any other way but Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ is the way. He is the I am. He is the one that died on a cross for you. Are you hearing me this morning? He is the one that paid the price. He is the one that went on to heaven. He showed us the way. He sent his spirit back. He is the one. I am. That's what Jesus said. I am. He said the way. In other words, he's answering in chapter, verse 6 is the answer to Verse 5. The way. The way. It says, I, and for in other words, he says, I'm the only way to God. The only way you're going to make it to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Okay? He is the way of escape. According to 1 Corinthians 13, he will always give us a way to escape. He's not saying we won't face temptations, we won't face trials, we won't face problems, but he will give us a way to escape. Hallelujah. We're talking about way now. He is the way. He is the only way to God. He is the way of our escape. 
When the devil comes at us like a flood, it is Jesus by the Spirit, amen, that is going to give you a way of escape. Quit trying to figure it out yourself, trying to get somebody to help you. Jesus will show you the way. Hallelujah. He is the way into the holiest of holiness. In other words, he is the way that we have a personal relationship. Listen to me this morning. We need to be holy. Amen. God is holy. He wants a church that's without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. Amen. And the only way to do that is to believe in Christ. Yes. Because when we mess up, when we have our failures, when we have our faults, when we have our disobedience, there's only one way, and that is repentance to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the way. Hallelujah. He is in the holiness. <laughs> he is the way of truth. Let's, let's, well, let me go back. He is a new and living way. We don't want to be what we were back then. Does anybody want to be what you used to be? You know, if you want to be the way you used to be, then you are miserable right now. Okay? If you are, if you want to be what you used to have, what you used to be, what, what is happening back then, you want it now, that means that something has happened along the way. Where, as I said, you are miserable. Something has gone wrong. Amen. Yeah. Let's go. Let me turn real quick to Hebrews chapter 10. New and living way. I don't know about you, but every morning I get up, it's a new day. Yeah. It's a new day. Hallelujah. Yeah. Today is Sunday. I woke up Sunday morning excited that we got to be in church. Amen. I was excited about it. I'm still excited about it. Amen. Tomorrow morning will be Monday morning. We don't come to church, but I'm still excited. It's going to be Monday. Hallelujah. Now, I got an advantage over some of you because I'm retired. Hallelujah. Amen. I can get up when I want to. I can flat water the plants if I want to. I can till the garden if I want to. In other words, I, you know, I'm not punching a time clock. But if you are still having to go to work on Monday mornings, amen, be thankful that God has given you a job and a means of support for you and your family. In other words, a new and living way. And, and it's not necessarily about doing something different. It's about appreciating and having joy for what you have. Hallelujah. Amen. Husbands, you should appreciate and have joy because you got the wife you got. And the same goes for the husbands and the wives. I'm thankful for the children that I got. Some of them I want to grab by the neck, if you know what I mean, amen. But I'm thankful for them because they're a blessing from God. Amen. No matter where they're at, right? Yes. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, so I, 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 every day is a new day. Yes. I don't know when we get up in the morning, we don't know if it's going to be a day full of blessings. We don't know if it's going to be a day full of trials and tribulations. But I know one thing's for sure. I'm going to face it with my Jesus. Hallelujah. And when I face it with Jesus, no matter what's happening, I'm going to thank him for the good. I'm going to ask him for help in the bad. But I know that he's with me, Gloria, because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father. Hallelujah. 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 Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 20 says, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. 
In other words, we have access to him 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because he's always with us. He'll never leave us and forsake us. We're our new and living way. Before, we didn't want him around. Hallelujah. It's a better way. Oh, my, my, my. It's also the way of truth. Second Peter, chapter 2, verse 15. Well, let me read 14. Having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls at heart that have exer exercised with covetous practices cursed children, which have forsaken the right way. In other words, he shows us the right way. Come on now. Which yeah. have, excuse me, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bashor, who lived the wages of unrighteousness. Balaam was a false prophet. Yeah. Amen. In other words, he was a fallen prophet. Amen. And he instead of he heard from God, and God told him what he wanted. But he refused and rejected what God told him. Amen. He wanted gain better. Amen. So so we have a right way. Even after we get saved and we start living for the Lord, there are right things that we must do and wrong things that we do. And I'm not talking about necessarily sins, but in our walk with the Lord, God is going to ask us to do things on a, I believe, on a daily basis. Amen. And it's the right thing to do for that day at that time. And we want to do that. And if we continue not doing the right way at the right time, amen, we're going to stay further and further away from God. Because Jesus is wanting to go one place, and we're wanting to go another. And the place that you want to go is going to lead to failure and shortcomings. But when you go the way Jesus wants, the right way, hallelujah, you're going to end up in blessing no matter, no matter what you have to walk through to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of course, the right way, he's the only way. He's the only way. Second Peter 2 and 21. For it is better for them... To have not known the way of righteousness, then after that, after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. When you have tasted the sweetness of salvation. I don't know about you, but when I got saved, it was like an anvil being lifted off my chest. When I got saved, there was a peace that I never knew before. Come on, Zimbabwe. Yeah, I should hear a whole bunch of amen. There's just a peace. Yeah. That doesn't mean that my life was walking through the tulips every day that I lived from then on. But I knew that no matter what happened, that the Lord was with me. Yes. Yes, Lord. And I'm so thankful this morning that, that when you know that way, but for people that have turned around and said, well, what's the use? In other words, they have quit trusting God. They have quit placing their hope in the Lord Jesus. And they have got their eyes focused upon the problems and the pains and the misery and all the people that is hurting them and the backstabbing, all the things that this world is. They've got their focus on what is, is, is affecting them personally. And when that happens, all of a sudden, we have, have a tendency to stray away and just say, give up and what's the use? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I've been there, so I know what I'm talking about. And if you walk too far away, you're going to just give up and say, Jesus ain't what he's supposed to be. That's right. And when you do that, 
it would have been better for you to never know him than to say Jesus ain't what he ought to be. Come on now, I'm telling you the truth. We can't go by what we see and what we hear and what the people around us do. Why? Because there is a reason for the things that happen. How many knows that the Lord tries us sometimes? All the time. Okay? The Lord will try us sometimes. The devil will tempt us. But the Lord will set a trial before us. And when the devil sees that the Lord is trying us, he will come in and try to make that trial so much worse to try to drag us down. Does that make sense? The devil is out to destroy us. He has come to give us life and life more abundantly. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But anytime God is trying to do something in your life, the devil comes in and tries to destroy it. And we have to believe enough to know that he is the way. Hallelujah. He is the way. He is the only way. And we have to know that he's the way to righteousness. He's the way to holiness. He's the way to salvation. He's the way to eternal life. He is all the things that we need to live this way in this life. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it says the truth. John also says in chapter 8, it says, uh, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. It says the truth shall set you free. Yeah. Amen. In other words, we are free from condemnation and death. Hallelujah. This body will die, hallelujah, but your soul will not. Hallelujah. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I want to live eternal life with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to live it on streets of gold by a crystal sea. Come on now. I, I don't want to live it in hell fire with canker worms. Come on now. I don't know about you, but I want the truth to be alive in there. I want it to set me free. Amen. He also teaches us what truth is. Sometimes we don't know what truth is. Listen to what Matthew 22 and 16 says. And they sent out unto him the disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, the Pharisees are talking to the Lord. Master, we know that thou art true and teacheth the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of man. And basically what that means is God is no respecter of persons. But the Pharisees realize that he speaks truth and that he teaches truth. And, of course, he does it today by the Holy Spirit, according to John chapter 2, verse 20 and verse 27. Hallelujah. The Spirit will teach us of all things of God. Hallelujah. So we see we are taught the truth by Jesus Christ, by the Spirit. Hallelujah. In other words, he is the way, the truth. Hallelujah. We want to walk the way. We got this is the how you walk the way. In other words, you know the truth. Hallelujah. So he's going to teach us truth. Yes. And anything that isn't of God is not of truth. Anything that is not based on the gospel of Jesus Christ is a lie. It's a false Christ, yeah. amen? And it's going to lead you astray into believing something that will cause you damnation to your soul. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you now that there's only one person that can set you free, hallelujah, and that is Jesus Christ. He is the truth, hallelujah. And that's the way you walk the way that he is by his truth. Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's free. And it's free. It's free indeed, hallelujah. 
He also is the source of, source of truth. First John chapter one. Yes, Lord. John chapter one, verse fourteen says this: "And the Word was made flesh, Christ, and dwelt among us." And we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He is the source of truth. Jesus is truth. Verse 17. For by the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ because he is truth. And he knows we've got to have the truth. Put it this way. If you ask somebody for directions to Batesville, Arkansas, and they give you directions to Little Rock, Arkansas, where are you going to wind up? Huh? You see, it's the truth, amen, that is going to get you where you desire to go. Hallelujah. And not only do we desire heaven, but we desire a happy, content, prosperous life here on this earth right now. And God promises that to us right now. And we just have to walk in the truth. Despite the lies and the deceit of the devil in our lives. Come on now. The devil is going to try to deceive you and trick you into what is true and what's not true. Life. We know he's talking about life eternal, the number one here. But there's also life. We received life. We were born into this world dead. Did you know that? Amen. Because we were born a sinner. But he loved us while we were yet sinners. So therefore, he died upon a cross that we could have the opportunity to have a relationship with him. When we believe the blood that he shed cleansed us from our sins. We have life. The old man passes away, and behold, all things become new. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we come to Christ to walk in this life, we must eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, as it says in John chapter 6. That means that we partake of who he is, what he is, and what he has done. Amen. That's what we do when we get saved. We partake of him, amen, and we let him partake of us. In other words, we give him all that we are because he has given all that he is to us. Hallelujah. And we labor. We, how many want to reap? Amen. How many wants to receive good things? Labor. You're not earning anything, but because he loved you, because he die for you, and because you have faith in that, amen, it will result, will be that you will labor for him. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. And even on your jobs, you should be the best Christians, best workers, Christians should be the best workers anywhere about. Anyway, let me go on. Uh, we should hate the devil and evil. Come on now. So we should not supposed to hate, yes, you're supposed to hate the devil. Yes, you're supposed to hate evil. And I know some people, I've got people that I love that do evil. Amen? 
That doesn't mean I hate them, but I hate what they're doing. Amen. Come on now. I'm going to love them till, till I die. Hallelujah. And I'm going to pray for them, and I'm going to trust God that he will change their heart, blackened hearts into a heart of flesh. Come on now. That's what it is about. Amen. But I'm going to hate evil. I'm going to hate the devil. I'm going to hate what, the curse that's upon this world because of sin. I hate that. Yes, Lord. And because I hate it, he makes me love everybody. Yes, We need to know Jesus. Because the only way we'll ever know the Father is by Christ the Son. Yeah. We need to know him. Not know about him. I can read this book full and get a picture of Jesus. And I'll know about him. But when I accept it and receive it and believe it, amen, all of a sudden it becomes personal. It becomes intimate. Hallelujah. Then I get to know my Jesus. Hallelujah. When I kneel down and pray to him and talk to him and let and let and listen to what he has to say to me by the Spirit. Come on. Amen. Then all of a sudden we have a relationship, a working relationship that will bring us into the way, the truth. Amen. That will guide us along the way. Are you with me this morning? Yes. We must forsake all. Jesus must be everything to us before anything or anybody. And we walk that in obedience to the Lord. Oh, yes. You know, the Bible says to do good and not as a sin. We are to do good. We are to seek eternal life. We are to ask. We are to knock. Come on. We are to seek. That's the way we live our lives. He's already got everything right there for us when we seek. But can I tell you something right now? There's one thing that he will not do, and that interfere with your free will. He doesn't want you to be a puppet or a robot or something that you can... He can work with a controller. He wants you to make a personal choice to love him. Yeah. He wants you to make a personal choice to walk the way. He wants you to make a personal choice to know the truth for yourself. Not because of what the preacher said, but for yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah. He wants you to make a personal choice, amen, to live the life. That will guide you into eternity. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I want his direction. I want his wisdom. I want his knowledge. I want his opinion. Amen. Uh, that's a strange way to say it. But I want that to guide and direct me in everything that I say and do and even think. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's go on down. Let me give you a key point here in verse 10. In verse 10, it says this, Believest thou that, believest thou, not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. You want to see things working in your life? You want to be able to do the works of the Lord? Then know that he's in you. And you are in him. Just as Christ was in the Father and the Father was in him. You see, Christ was a man walking upon this earth. 
And he makes it very plain, not just here, but in several different areas in the Word of God, that it wasn't him doing the works. It was the God of heaven, amen, that was doing the works through Christ. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ wants to do through us. He wants to do the works through us. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are his mouth. We are his ears. Amen. We are his heart. Come on now. We are the, the, the Jesus that people can touch and hear. Amen. And that is what we must realize and understand, that we are one with him. In other words, there's a union. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's a union. Yeah. It's like a marriage. Just because you have a marriage certificate with two people's names on it doesn't make a marriage. It means you're married. It's like you confess your sins and ask God to forgive you. Amen. But it should bring about a union, hallelujah, to where one loves the other. And, and when that matter of love relationship, they are willing to do anything that the other asks if it's within their ability. And, of course, God has ability to do anything. Amen. And he'll never ask us to do what we can't do. But in other words, it's a relationship that is walked out. Amen. If you sign, if you sign the marriage certificate, one lives in Timbuktu and the other lives in Georgetown, and you never talk to each other, you never call each other, you never see each other, that's not a relationship. Are you hearing me? It's like Christ and His church. He's the head. We're the body. If the body never sees the head, what kind of relationship is that? Amen. I will stop right there. Hallelujah. Let's go on. So there's a union between us and God. And that union was made by Christ the Son. And when we believe what Christ the Son has done upon the cross, then there's a union that is formed. And how close a union that is is dependent upon what our free will choices are. That's right. Because Christ has already done it. Yeah. He's already made the choice. Yeah. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory. So, let, let's go on down to verse 12. Thank you, Lord. Are you with me so far? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. This is, this is uh, a verse that some people try to understand, some just ignore it. But the thing I want you to see here, number one, is that we have a union. And he that believeth on me. In other words, we must believe. In one place, uh, somebody asked Jesus, well, what are the works that we must do? And he says, that you believe upon me. It begins that we believe in Jesus Christ. We believe that God loved us so much that he sent Jesus. That we might have the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Now, when he sent him, the union happened when we believed. And everything that is promised us because of that union, we receive by our belief, by our faith. And unfortunately, throughout, I'm not talking about this church or the churches in this day, I'm talking about throughout time, there has been very few instances 
where we have totally walked in the power of God and totally believed that we could have and do everything that the Word of God says we can. I've seen a lot more miracles when I was in my younger ministry than I am now. And I'm sick of God right now. So God, is it me? Is it me? Amen? And we need to ask ourselves that. Now, I know there are seasons and times for all things. So if you're in one of those seasons where you seem to be uh, like you can't hear God, the, the, the things of God aren't working in your life, remember there's a season sometimes we have to walk through. There is a winter in our lives. Amen. Amen. There is a spring in our lives. There is a fall. There is a summer. Hallelujah. And these are things that we must walk through. Hallelujah. But we walk through them in our belief that God, hallelujah, that, that in the wintertime, there's going there's to come a day, hallelujah, when the spring will spring. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Like, I don't know about you, but I believe everything the Word of God says. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. In all things. Do you believe? Let's look at works. The key word is believing. Jesus believed and knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God the Father was in control. Let's look at greater works. Let's look at what some of the things that Jesus did when he was a father. First of all, he healed the sickness. He cast out devils. He raised the dead. He did acts of deliverance. From the works of Satan. In other words, he helped people overcome depression. Yes. He helped people overcome heartbreak. He helped people overcome pain and suffering emotionally. Come on now. He made the deaf to hear, the blind to see. He walked on water. He controlled the weather. In other words, he calmed the storm. Most importantly, he brought salvation to the earth. He saved sinners. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. This is all things that Jesus Christ did uh, when he was up on this earth. That's what he was sent to do. He was sent to die on the cross. But he had to perform the works that he allowed God to do through him. Amen. To fulfill the scriptures and the prophecies. Proving and showing that he was the Messiah beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, we have to learn and realize that a lot of people say that we do greater works because there's more. I've even said it myself because there's more people to spend, everybody has the spirit. But greater works isn't because we can get on TV and talk to so many more people or radio, or we can get on social media and tell more and more people without having to go see them. That's not totally what he's talking about. Because the devil can use those things. Yeah. We have a lot of false teaching on TV and radio, I'm here to tell you right yeah. now. So the devil can use that. And I will also say this, that, that we will never be a Jesus because Jesus was given the Spirit without measure. Yes. Okay? Amen. But he is saying that we can. What did he say here? Uh, uh, he didn't believe in me. The works that I do shall he do also. Now, is Jesus a liar? No. No, he's not. So if he says that we, he that believeth shall do these also... And not only that, but greater. What is he saying here? 
I believe what he's saying. He says that, that ones that truly believe and walk with me can do what I do. Can be equal in what I perform. You can perform also. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to be really dead honest right here. When these things ain't working, let's see if I know what I'm talking about. When you prayed and prayed and prayed, when you lay hands on the sick, and they don't get healed, and it seems strange, I, I've laid hands on the sick and they've been healed. I've seen the dead raised. I've seen deaf ears opened. Amen. I've seen all kinds of diseases. I've seen devils cast out. Hallelujah. I know that. But still, in my flesh, in my mind, I have trouble totally believing when somebody else comes up to get prayed for. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Because every situation that we face, Every situation that we face, we have to overcome our flesh. Yes. And to overcome our flesh, that is what holds us back from making a choice in our free will that Jesus Christ is Lord. And he told us we had the power and authority to do what he did. But so he's gone and we're here. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Let's look at these greater works. How can the reasons why 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 is it that we should be able to do what Jesus did? Yeah. Number one, he said we could. And if you believe with him, if you're eating his flesh, drinking of his blood, if you become one with Christ, he is the one that is doing the work through you. All you are is a vessel, hallelujah, a willing vessel that has so much faith in Jesus Christ that when he says raise your right hand, you raise your right hand. When he says to say Yahoo, you say Yahoo, amen. When he says raise your left leg, you raise your left leg. And it don't matter if you're crippled or not. If he says raise it, raise it. Let's look at some of the reasons for this. According to John 12 and 31, Satan is cast out. He is defeated at the cross. Hallelujah. Satan was defeated at the cross. And when he was defeated at the cross, we, and the veil was torn in two, I keep saying this, we now have access into the most holy of holies, and because of that, we are intimate with Christ himself personally. I don't need a priest, amen, to talk to me, Jesus for me. I can talk to him myself, hallelujah. He can talk to me personally. Come on now. When, the, when it happened, uh, redemption was told. Yeah. Redemption was total. And because of that, we are now candidates to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. In other words, he told the wait for the promise that we may be endued with power. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now, church. Our redemption is complete because the devil is defeated. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Come on now. Amen. And because of that, we can now be endued with power. We're talking about reasons why we can do what Jesus did and now ourselves. Hallelujah. And when we're struggling and when we make some of the wrong choices that we make, when we don't know what to pray, when we don't know what to do, we've got someone that's interceding for us. Yeah. Hallelujah. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. 
I'd be thankful that if Paul was interceding for me if he's alive today. I'd be thankful that Leon's interceding for me, amen, and Diane's interceding for me, and Terry's interceding for me. I'm thankful for everybody that will lift my name up in prayer. Yeah. But the one I'm thankful for and the one I know that means the most, amen, his name is Jesus, hallelujah, and he's interceding for you. Oh, so come out of that, of that depression. Come out of that feeling the devil's trying to put you off, that the Lord has cast you out. Come out of it and know that Jesus is praying for you. He told Peter, the devil's desire to seek you as we, but I have prayed for you. And because I have prayed for you. What you would do when you were young, you won't do when you're old. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the one that's interceding for us has all power. John 16, 33 says, In this world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. In other words, God the Father gave Christ all power on earth. Amen. Why? Because he was faithful and obedient to walk the walk that the Father told him to do. I'm here to tell you this morning, walk the walk, walk the way, walk the truth, walk the life. Hallelujah. And you will overcome. Not maybe, not if, but you will. And because Jesus is the head of the church. In other words, we are under his authority. Yes. Which means we're under his power. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And when he died upon that cross, that made the fullness of grace available to us all. His joy is available. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> now, that's reasons. Say, preacher, why would Christ give us all of that stuff? Why would God, why, why would Jesus bless us? Why would he trust us with that kind of power? Well, because you believe. Because you believe. You believe enough to ask him. You believe enough that when he says, take the left foot and step, you take the left foot and step. You believe enough because when he tells you to take the right foot and step, you step. When he tells you to raise your hand and praise him, you praise him. Hallelujah. When he tells you to pray for a certain person, no matter where you're at or what you're doing, you stop and pray for that person. When you see somebody that's crippled up in a wheelchair, hallelujah, and you, you don't see how God can do it or anybody else can do it, you lay hands upon them in faith knowing that God is going to do it. Hallelujah. Not hoping God does it. Not wishing God to do it. But you know that God will do it. That's why we're holding back. That's why we're not walking in everything that God has. We're hoping. We're wishing. We're, we're maybe. And amen. It's time to know it. Because we believe what Christ has said. Hallelujah. I can go on and preach it. You need to do it God's way, the way he answers the prayer. But God knows the right way to answer your prayers. I'll say that. Now let's look. Why would he do this? Let's go to John 17. John, Jesus is praying in John 17. 
John 17 and 18. Jesus says, and he's praying to the Father, As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I also send them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself. In other words, he's going to complete what God has told him to do. Hallelujah. That they might also be sanctified through the, there's the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That's us. In case you don't know it, that's us. So what we see here is that Jesus is going to send us into the world. And he knows that we're going to have to have a power and an ability greater than ourselves. We've got to have his power. We've got to receive the promise. Come on now. We have to walk in the salvation that he has given us. We have to walk in the promises of this word. We have to do what Jesus said to do. And he said, these works will you do. Not only that, but greater works. Hallelujah. So what am I telling you? He gave the, we, we know the reasons. He told us, they said, what's the way? He said, I am the way. He's the only way. He says, I am the way. And to walk in this way, you need to walk in my truth and, 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 and live a life of eternity and life, abundant life. Live as he wants you to live. And we come into union with him. As we've seen in verse 10. And because we're in union with him. And we believe in him. He gives us the ability. And here's why he can do that. The reasons I gave you. And we see that he is sending us. Matthew 28 says. Go ye into all the world. The Bible makes it very plain. Why he wants us to do what he did. And so that we do, we have the ability. He has made available to us all the gifts of the Spirit. But we must walk in the fruit of the Spirit. And it can all be received. Because he's the way. Yes, Lord. Jesus went to the Father. He isn't here no more. That's why he empowered us. By giving us his Spirit and his name. Verse 13 and 14. says this. And whatsoever you shall ask my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Yes. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Yes. You see, in other words, he gave us power of attorney. He gave us power and authority to do what he did when he was here. I know the one that has dominion on this earth right now is going to come against us. His name is Satan. But it doesn't matter what Satan brings against us. There is one that has already defeated him. Has already cast him out. Has already said, no more devil. Hallelujah. These are my people. This is my church. And I have sent them out to destroy the works of you, Satan. Amen. And no matter what you bring against them, they will overcome because I have gained all power and I have given it to them by the authority that when they use my name, the name of Jesus, oh, hallelujah, I will overcome glory to God. Thank you, Lord. 
So when our sin is pardoned and we get saved and we know we have eternal life and our soul is redeemed, the next step is to seek the purity of the soul that the character we have is the character of Christ because that's what we will be for eternity. Yes. I want to close with There's a lot of people don't feel they can walk in this. They don't think they're capable. So let me, I don't know when I wrote this. I didn't even know I wrote it. I'm using a little thin New Testament. Brother Leon gave me a matter of fact 20 years ago. Down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But I wrote down, it doesn't matter what was, what is, or what is to come. Because Jesus Christ was a never, wasn't ever, and never was. Yeah. Right. Are you here? He was what is and what is and what is to come. But he was never, never was. Because he always is. Yes, always. Are you here? Hallelujah. Yeah. Always. And there was a time, I, mean, I don't know about you, but there's times in my life when I just can't come to Jesus. I'm, have you ever been so discouraged you just don't feel like praying? Or you get so busy that you just... Don't take time. And I found out that when I don't come to Jesus or can't come to Jesus, Jesus always comes to me. Amen. I'm telling you just a few things I wrote down for some reason. I might have been struggling. I don't know. But I found that in my lowest times, when I have given up, he's always come to me. Yes. And all I have to do is acknowledge it and understand it. Yes. And if, if you've come from a bad background, maybe you were beaten down when you were a kid, I don't know. Maybe you were abused. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm talking to somebody. Maybe you were abused and beaten down. Maybe you've been told that you weren't amount to nothing. I wrote this down. The world and the church tells a lot of us that we're not acceptable. We don't amount to much. You don't have, you, you can't pay enough time. Uh, unfortunately, not only the world, but the church tells you that. Denominations won't ordain preachers because of their past and some of the things that happened. You might know what I'm talking about. And according to my Bible, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Old lives are gone. There are new creatures in heaven. Are you hearing me? So I don't care what the world says. I don't care what these religious people say. I don't care what anybody says. If I am worthy because God says I am worthy. If I am powerful because God says I am powerful. If I am lovable it's because God says I am lovable. Oh hallelujah. I don't know about you. But I'm tired of all this baloney that these people put out. Because I am what I am today. Say it today. Today. Because of him. So we must know who we are. Now notice when he said, Gregor, the works that I do, you shall do. You shall do. He didn't say if you had a million dollars in the bank. 
He didn't say if you lived on the right side of town. He didn't say if you looked beautiful. He didn't say if you had a, a handsome. He didn't say if this. He didn't say that. He said, whosoever, if thou believest. Yeah. If thou believest. Amen. Thank you. If thou believest. Do you believe this morning? Yeah. First of all, I'm thankful and I believe that he saved my soul. Does anybody else? Somebody, if you're thankful, shout a hallelujah in this place. You ought to look if I pray for saving your soul. I ought to give praise for changing your life around, making it a new and living way. a way to make it by revealing the truth to us <laughs> and when we reveal the truth to us we realize that we have life and life more abundantly we have eternal life come on now hallelujah the devil might throw us down the wrong track but i've got a god hallelujah that intercedes for me and when it's getting rough and tough amen he's going to show up and show out hallelujah oh glory to god 